the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Yes, it is me, and yes, look in the mirror, because it is you as well. <laughs> We've got a, a great show for you today. You know, we have been doing, at the head of every month, we've been doing a broadcast that talks about that month from a Hebrew calendar point of view, and my co-host during those times is a, a powerful worshiper, a pro- powerful teacher. Uh, she's, we call her the chalkboard teacher. Her name is Christine Vallis, and uh, the ministry tied to what she calls His Appointed Times. And uh, Christine, hello. Well, hello there, Kaz. Once again, we meet. <laughs> we once again we meet, and you know, he, here's the deal. Um, I, I this I've got kind of a a loaded bucket right now of people, but we've got Joe Riddle, our engineer, pushing all the buttons. I've got uh, Neil Fraser, my producer, is sitting here in the studio with me. He comes in periodically to make sure that I'm on the up and up. And he's here with me. And I've got, you know, we have prayer warriors, Christine. Every every show we have a prayer warrior supporting the show. And I generally uh, have the prayer warrior just before the show pray over the people that are in the studio. But she had an observation that is remarkable. And I asked her if she could call in during the beginning of the show. In other words, right now, her name is Imy Smith. And pray over us as we launch this. And before she, uh, I'm going to bring her on right now and have her pray over us. But as I introduce her, Christine Vallis, I'm going to blow the shofar and I'll have her pray over us. And then we'll engage in this month, the second month of the Hebrew calendar called ER. And uh, this is a month that is a remarkable month. And you're going to tell us why. Are you game for that? <laughs> I am up for it. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Imi, how are you? Oh, Wonderful. And excited about this show. Oh, yes. And you had some insights about this show and the teaching tied to this show, which I wanted uh, Christine Vallis to hear. But before we do, one of the things that I often do, especially at the head of a month or in the middle of a month, anytime that there's something that's uh, a high priority to speak about, I blow a shofar. I've got my little ram's horn shofar. I'm going to blast that now. Yes. And then I'm going to ask you, <laughs> I mean, to pray over the show. And then Christine Vallis, we've got the entire show. And, you know, you can take as long as you want. Uh, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give some, I have some insights about part of it as well. But, you know, yeah. however Holy Spirit directs it, we're game to go. Listening friend, get ready for this ram's horn shofar blast, which mm-hmm. says, pay close attention. So, my listening friend, guess what? <laughs> Pay close attention. <laughs> there we, we've God. been biblically, you've been biblically warned and forewarned, my listening friend. Now, Amy Smith is one of, she's our 
uh, prayer leader, and she has been for years on Come Together San Diego. Every once in a while she takes the helm, but this time she had something very specific to say about the show, and I want to have her uh, pray into that. And then Christine Vallis uh, of His Appointed Times, I'm going to have you speak about this second month in the biblical calendar called ER. So, Amy Smith, what you got? Well, the Lord's been showing me that it is so important to know the days and the times and the seasons because he always moves on the feast. He always has something very special for his people on the feast. But to know the times and the season because this is the most important time in our life. We are getting into so exciting times. The Spirit's breaking out all over the world. People are beginning to understand that God is really on the move right now. And so this is a time that is appointed for us to know and to be intimate with our God and to know more about what he wants for each one of us, because he has a job and a purpose for every single person. And so right now, this is what he's wanting us to do is just join in and partner with him because he can do it himself, but he wants to partner with us. So we're (laughs) part of the move Uh, of the spirit. That's exactly right. Lord, I just ask, amen. I ask, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you would just take over the show, that you would draw people in and let them hear Mm -hmm. every word that's meant for them, because each one is going to have their own specific word. And as Christy gives this word, we ask you to bless her and just fill her up to overflowing with joy and excitement, because this Mm -hmm. is the most exciting time. And we bless everyone that's listening. And we just thank you, Father, that Kaz and Christine are just going to have the best time today. And it's going to be a wonderful time. So in Jesus' name, we just say, bless us, Lord. Bless us all. That's right. And let us hear your spirit. Let us hear your words. Let us hear in the depth of our heart what you have for us this very day. Because there's not, never been a more exciting time to be alive than this time on the earth. That's right. And I just ask all that in Jesus' name. And yes, and all the the other prayer warriors that are listening and the other listeners as well, join together with our prayer warrior, Imee Smith, and said, <laughs> amen. amen. Thank you, Imee. God bless you. So Love Christine, you all. Bye-bye Yes, now. yes, yes. So, so Christine, for, bye-bye. Uh-huh. So, so for the five years of this show now, we've had prayer warriors that have this level of zeal, but also spiritual understanding. So they have really... Mm-hmm. Uh, interceded on behalf of this broadcast and just thrilled to have her intercede on this broadcast as well. So I'm going to hand the baton to you because this is a remarkable mm-hmm. month. Uh, Christine Vallis, tell us why. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cass. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, every month is a remarkable month for sure, right? It's like, which one, you know? Um, so we're we're in this month of ER, and I have to say, I think that this is the month that I found you on YouTube teaching really? about it. So many years ago, huh? One. Yeah, so many years ago, way back when. But um, you were the one who actually uh, helped me to pronounce the, the name of it right, <laughs> because I was saying IR, you know, and then you were saying ER. And I think, and I was like, wow, okay. So, so the month is really pronounced ER. It's spelled I-Y-A-R. And it is a connecting month. It is a transitional month in biblical history. And um, but you know, like like all the months on God's calendar, I mean, it's 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 awesome to learn where these months fit in 
in biblical history, um, and it's, we can glean so much. But this is happening in real time in our lives. Yes, you know? it is. So as we as we talk um, tonight, you know, on the broadcast. Um, to the listeners out there, and and even as I'm going to be listening to what you have to say, Kaz, and you'll hear what I have to say, you know, we, we can't help but think about our own lives. And God wants us to look at our lives when we talk about times of transition and connecting times. And He wants to reveal Himself to us, His true nature, and uh, let us know that in transitional times, we can be secure, you know? Um, most people would think, oh, if you're in a transition, forget it. You're, you're going to be out of control. But no, <laughs> we have the Lord, those of us who, who have Jesus in our heart and we know him as our Lord and Savior, we can be secure in any season, yes. right? Yes. So that's what this month of ER is highlighting. And um, just to give of when this month started, um, I, we're about eight, I believe, eight days in. Today's the eighth day. Yes, and the counting ER. of the Omar. Well, you talk a little. Yeah. Maybe you talk a little bit about that. We're on the yeah the twenty third Omar. I, and you get to the fiftieth mm-hmm. Omar, and then it begins to be Pentecost, as we would call it, and the Hebrews, the Jews, uh, call it Shavuot. But uh, yes. and we we have another show coming that you will talk about that. But so we won't get ahead of ourselves. Okay. But we are in the thick of a transitional month, and uh, uh, that yes. means a lot for us in the natural and the spiritual. Isn't that right, Christine? That's right. Yeah, that's right. And you know, we can we can see nature transitioning. You know, even if you just yes. go for a walk, yeah. um, we can see things coming out. You know, blossoming, blooming, and and is that tree in full bloom, or when is it gonna? Is it dead, or is it gonna come to life? You know, and so in transition, sometimes you have a lot of questions. But but um, but we can see in in nature that God. Um, has things in season and and life, new life coming. So so we can be encouraged in this season. And this counting of the Omer, um, yes. which is the, basically the count up to Pentecost. Yes. So we are in that transition of that. We're in this connecting from Passover to Pentecost, and we're we're in this process of counting. And you can read about that in the Word. Um, in Leviticus, I think it talks about just this whole idea of counting, that we are to count up with expectation in this season, not dread, you know, and like, uh, you know, will we ever make it through? No, we're, we're, we're counting up, you know. So, so it's an exciting time, and um, as far as that counting up to Pentecost, we're about halfway through. We're like around day 23 or so. So from 50 days, we're about right in the middle almost. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, yeah. So um, we're going to unpack this month, but I, I will say this um, one, one piece I want to talk about before we take a break, but every month is connected to a Hebrew letter, yes. and the letter that's connected to this month of ER is the Hebrew letter Vav, and that Vav is a picture of a connecting pin. Isn't that awesome? Yes. So you have a connecting month with a connecting letter, and not only is it a connecting letter just sitting there by itself, but it is a tent peg, and um, it really is a picture of Jesus, Yeshua, he is that connecting peg, you know, and he took the, those, those, those vav, those tent pegs in his arms and in his leg, you know, to, to be that propitiation for us. He made, 
he made the connection, the most important connection of all, possible. He connected. You know, he came to earth. He yes. he connected on that cross. So so everything in God's calendar is always going to point you back to Jesus. It's always going to point you to the great love of God. It's always going to point you to his his character, his nature in specific seasons. So he's saying in this connecting month, when you feel like you may not be connecting and you, you don't know where to put a foot, you know, and he's like, just stay connected with me, abide in the vine, wow. connect with me. That is the most important connection of all. Absolutely. You know? So yeah. we're running out of time in this segment, but I, yeah. I think you're setting the stage. Once you dig into this second month of the biblical calendar, mm-hmm. you'll find there's so much uh, so many nuggets there. A lot of it has to do mm-hmm. with understanding the God whom you serve, and it's, a lot of it's tied to his multiple yeah. names. We're going to talk some of that about some of that in the other future segments as well. Christine Vallis, a quick website that people can find out more about you, and then we'll take a break. Thanks, Cass. Yeah, it's christinevallis.com, Christine with a C, and Vallis, V-A-L-E-S.com. There you go. You might want to yeah. check her out. She's not only uh, a teacher, a, chalk, uh, a chalkboard teacher, but mm-hmm. she also is a musician. You'll see some of her songs on her website as well. My listening friend, we're going to talk more about this second month in the biblical calendar called Ayar, and it's, it's also a month of uh, connecting you to a higher order of relationship with the Lord himself. We'll talk more about this when Christine and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you. Hey, listening friends, how you doing? We uh, like to periodically, when there's a month change, we like to talk about the biblical uh, new month. And this is a mi- biblical month of Yar. It just came out of um, Nisan, which is the first month in the biblical calendar. And Christine Vallis is here with me. She's a minister of His Appointed Times. She's got workbooks, uh, prayer books, calendars, <laughs> and songs. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, the world would agree with me about that. You've got some very high interest in people visiting you. I think it's on YouTube is one of the places where you show your um, your videos, right? Your monthly videos. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I love YouTube, that. YouTube, Facebook. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I love that. You know, yeah. I, 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 let me give you a little uh, thought that happened to me. You know, we we're, we're in the transitional time frames of months. We've had mm-hmm. a long, cold, wet dank, dark winter, and seeing the, the the transition from winter to springtime was remarkable. It reminds me of a psalm. Uh, actually, it's not a psalm. It's a song of a song of songs in Song of Song Song of Solomon, mm. chapter 2. It talks about the transition mm. of the months, because right now we're talking about the transition of the months right now in the, in yeah. the month of ER, which is a transitional month. And so there's a scripture that I, I've always been curious about, and it says this is a time frame where the sound of the turtle is heard in our land. Now, you, you know, people go, turtle? Well, the tur- turtle doesn't make a sound. It really is referring to the turtle dove, and it's a transition from the winter time into the spring and into this transition time we have in this month of ER. But I was meditating on that two days ago in my bedroom. Uh, my bedroom's upstairs. I had the, the uh, sliding glass door open out into our outside balcony, and I hear the fluttering of wings, and flying into my bedroom mm-hmm. is a turtle dove. 
and, and it lands God. on my the table right next to the open door. And the turtle dove, and I was reminded of the scripture in a Song of uh, Solomon, chapter 2, and the sound of the turtle uh, is heard in our land. And this turtle dove lands in my very own house right on a table <laughs> near me, and the turtle dove is looking at me. And I'm looking at the turtle dove, and the turtle dove is looking at me. And then after about 20 or 30 seconds, it flutters out to the outside balcony. And I'm going, that was a supernatural occasion. I, the, the sound of the turtle has uh, shown itself in my land, my house, my uh, my uh, bedroom. <laughs> oh so I think that was God, God confirming. It was God confirming that the seasons had changed. And uh, so my yeah. listening friend, the seasons have changed. I'm seeing grasshoppers everywhere, little lizards crawling <laughs> about here and there. I mean, this is the time. So, uh, and I know oh, I love that. We're, we're talking about transitions too, especially in this month <laughs> like IR. And so I'm going to, Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to hand the baton to you and tell us a little bit about some of the other transitions. We've got the transition in Scripture from Old Testament to New Testament and a transition of one yeah. name or characteristic of God to another. I'm going to pass the baton to you, Christine wow. Vallis. Oh, my goodness, Caswell. I don't know how I can top that, you know, the turtle dove in your <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, my goodness. Well, I have to, if I can just piggyback real quick, but the turtle doves, I love hearing the turtle doves. And actually outside of our bedroom window, um, I noticed one year that turtle doves actually go into a certain tree and like rest there. Yes. And I, it, I could just see them from my window. And but I, I, and I also think it's a picture of the Holy Spirit, right? Because the Thank dove, you. the turtle dove, you know, and so what a gift. That is so awesome. And that is the truth. Yeah, read that. I'm going to meditate on that um, portion of Song of Solomon. That is so good. That is so good. The, the rain has passed. The, 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 the rains are over. A new season has begun. So that is awesome. So, yeah, so this month of ER, it's really like this. This period, if you look at it in the Old Testament, um, we'll look at it in the New, but for this part, we're, we're, we're digging, we're going to dig into the Old Testament and um, Exodus 15 through 18. So this is the time where the children of Israel, you know, they, they went through the Red Sea and now they're in the wilderness, you know, and um, it's this transition time. And an interesting thing that I had studied was that I had to look up the word wilderness in Hebrew and see what it was. And, um, you know, you can just get lost in in just one verse. You can spend hours, you know, just looking up words. But I love this. The the word wilderness in Hebrew means midbar. Um, That's M-I-D-B-A-R. It means wilderness. It also means to speak, to lead, and to counsel. So here's this word that means wilderness, but it also means to speak and lead and counsel. So a lot of times in Scripture, we do notice that, uh, like, wow, God speaks so loudly in the desert, you know, to the Israelites, to Moses, to to Hagar, right, to Jesus. But the fact is, is that really, you know, God is always speaking, right? It's just that in the desert, there's really no distractions, you know, when, when everything is so still. So, I, I really feel like in this season, this this time of transition, um, that we can we can you know be still and know that He is God. And and I think just imagining you 
uh, Kaz, when, when the turtle dove flew in your room, you know, you were being still <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. that, and knowing that he was God, you know, eye to eye with, with the turtle dove there. And that's just awesome. Like you didn't, there was, it was just a stillness, right? Yep. And um, so, so the Lord is speaking and, and here's, here's something that remember why, why did God want to redeem the children of Israel? You know, he wanted to free them. So not not that they could just be free and, and run around and live their own lives and, and, you know, just do whatever they wanted, right? But he set them free so that they could worship him, right? Yes. In the, in the wilderness, right? That's what uh, Moses was asking Pharaoh, let my people go, you know, the whole thing. And so the whole point was to worship the Lord. And um, but here's the thing is that they really didn't know who God was. Right. Because they were slaves. They were in Egypt. They didn't really know who God was. And and so how can you worship a God that you don't know? You know, and I think what happens if we think about this in modern day, you know, in our own lives, is that if we don't know who God is, we'll make up something that we think he's like. And it could be right. What a profound statement you just made. Profound. Mm hmm. But it's true, yeah? Oh, yes. Is that because we can have ideas of what God is like, and it's either going to be good or bad. And even if we have this great picture of God, he's always going to be better. So we can have this, oh, he's such a good God, but he's he's better than what we can ask or imagine or think, right? So, so, you know, I I think about Paul when he was on his missionary journeys, and he, he went to one place where they had all these gods. Mars you know, Hill, and, was that Mars Hill? Yeah, Mars Hill, yeah, yes. yeah, right, right, yeah. And it, and, they, and it says, you know, this God, the unknown God, you know, we serve an unknown, we serve an unknown God, but we don't serve an unknown That's God. That's right. That's right. You know, we can know him. And so Jesus, you know, through the scriptures, you know, in Hebrews and Colossians, uh, Colossians, I believe it is, um, it says that Jesus is the exact representation of God the Father. Yes. You know, so if we are wondering what God is like, we don't have to wonder. We don't have to make up our own ideas. You know, God wants to make himself known, just like any person wants to make themselves known, right? And so how much more the Lord, and so sending Jesus to the earth, he, he connected, he vibed, he connected, right, in this connecting month so that we can know who we are serving yes. and, and, and be thrilled about it oh, and, so and have a confidence about it, right? Yes. And so we're going to start unpacking um, just how the Lord revealed himself. Yes, and, 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 and the na- various names, but they were progressive yes. names. It was, you know, yes. you know he, in the... In, uh, in the Genesis, he's identified as Elohim, and then but the na- right. but the names just progress. And w- here's where we are in the church environment: uh, different people are in different phases of faith and relationship with the Lord, and each one mm. of us is on a journey. And he keeps introducing a slightly different name 
for the challenges that we be facing. He is the, his mm-hmm. name carries the answer to the challenge that we're facing. And so okay. if we realize that he wants to share his various different names with us as we grow into him, it's remarkable. And I, I, I trust that you're going to help us with this journey, uh, the different various names that are progressive names into the relationship with the Lord. My listening friend, here's the deal. You don't know the full, mm-hmm. none of us know the fullness of God and, and the Godhead, but also the various names that are cherry-picked specifically for the challenge that you're facing. So if you're facing Amen. a challenge and you don't know the answer, then you need to know a specific name of God. We're going to talk about those things. Mm. And I think uh, Christine Vallis is going to amaze you with a variety of names that God has. So many, because you have so many challenges mm. in your life, you need to know him by a different name based mm. on the challenge. <laughs> Christine Vallis and I are going to talk about that when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Hello, my friends. Here with uh, Christine Vallis and... uh, she has a remarkable ministry called His Appointed Times. She has, for some, for some reason, God stirred her to look into the months of the biblical year, and all of a sudden, revelation started happening to her. And she goes, and she had a little chalkboard in her, I guess, her kitchen area, and she goes, I'm going to start uh, uh, rendering what that might look like. And all of a sudden, God says, okay, now share that with the world. <laughs> and she's been <laughs> doing right. that for years, yeah. have you not, Christine? <laughs> Yeah, yes. I know. So it's every insane. every year, yeah. you're teaching the same topics, but every year is a different nuance of that uh, because yeah. God keeps uh, raising the bar of revelation, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and it's awesome. You know, it's just like his word. It just keeps, it's living, Yes, right? yes, yes. So it, it just keeps feeding us. That's right. Yeah, and part of feeding us. part of the feeding process is coming to know mm-hmm. him by his so many different names. And a lot yeah. of times, you know, when the children of Israel, you've talked about that in the last segment, were leaving is, yeah. uh, Egypt, they didn't know, you know, they didn't know much about God. Uh, and then mm-hmm. they began to know him by God, our provider and the God of battle mm-hmm. and God, all these different mm-hmm. uh, biblical names. I'm going to hand the baton to you because here we are, my listening yeah. friend, in uh, whatever our level of faith and relationship with the Lord is. And we're coming against times we've never seen before. He wants to introduce a name that is appropriate for safeguarding you against the wiles and the uh, the failures tied to uh, what the enemy is doing. He has a name to circumvent that. I'm going to hand the baton to you, Christine Vallis. That's awesome. Yes, Kaz. Thank you so much. Yeah, and you know, um, what you're saying is so true about the names of God, you know, because um, they, it, they, every name is like an answer you know, to a question. It's provision, you know, in Him. And I'm, I'm just reminded of the Scripture, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, yes. right? The righteous run into it and are safe. And when you start learning the names of God, um, you do run into those names because there's safety and yes, protection. There is. And yes. yeah, yeah. And, and you know what I think about, too, like what you're saying, like for every need, there's a name, you know? Yes. And you know how you say, oh, there's an app for that. You know, there's an app for that. Well, there's a name for that. You know, so I keep saying, "What?" You know, so we just have to know the names of God, and the more we know His name, the, which is basically who He is, well, that will become like default 
settings, they, in our heart, you know, because we, our, our heart kind of starts out like with a blank slate, like who is God, right? So he's, he wants us to have his name written on our heart so that it becomes a default. Mm. So these are these um, names that he started revealing to the children of Israel. And the first one is Jehovah Rapha. And again, this is Exodus um, chapter 15, I believe, 15. Um, yeah, 15. And um, so, is it 15? Yeah, 15. Um, and so what happens is they're, they're traveling through the desert. They're getting thirsty. They have no water. And, you know, they're... They're, they're getting really dehydrated, I think, because they're talking crazy. And this happens to us when we get dehydrated. Often. Yes. You know, we're not in the spirit. We're not in the word. And we start talking crazy. And they were saying, you know, send us back to Egypt. You know, why would they say that? You know, because they're, they're delusional, you know. And um, so they have no water. Then God shows Moses a, a branch, a tree to put into that water. And yes. it made the water sweet. And that's when he revealed himself that I am the Lord, your healer, Jehovah Rapha. And, you know, actually in this month of ER, that word ER also is a acronym, I-Y-A-R, for I am the Lord, your healer in wow. Hebrew, Jehovah Rapha. Isn't that cool? It is. And I remember you saying too, um, Kaz, um, you were like saying ER, like emergency, emergency, yes, right? Like the and ER so, room, yes. Yeah, like the ER room. Yeah, so it's like what a what a. I mean, look at this ER. How you pronounce of it, and then you know the pronunciation of it, and then the Lord is like, I'm the healer. Yes, you right. know, I'm the healer in oh, the so emergencies. Good. You know, and the the truth is is that this was a picture, of course, of the cross. You know, because the Lord is saying, I I not only heal these bitter waters and make them sweet, but I heal you. And I'm going to do it by by the cross. Jesus is going to not only take your sin, but his by his stripes is your healing, you know. And so healing is a part of our salvation. And, and, and this is the cool thing when you start meditating on these names of God. If Jesus is in you, if you've confessed him as Lord, and if he's the healer, then that means the healer is in you. Healing is in you, yes. right? Because Jesus is in you. So you can really own these names. You know, you can know them as God, but, but as he is, so you are in this world as a new creation. So, so the healer is in you. Now, the next name that they, that they um, came to know God to, by, yes. Yeah, came to know God by is um, Jehovah Jireh, because here the Lord provided. And here he provided food and drink. This is the month where manna fell from, from heaven, which is a picture of the word of God. And this is the month where um, Moses struck the rock and, and that living water yes. came out of the stone. So you, you see provision, you see healing. So, so any kind of concept that they had in their mind that, oh, God is out together. And, and even us, like, oh, God is not for me, you know, or God you know, is, is not going to heal me. No, that's his name. And no, God is your provider. This is his true identity. And this is what we have to renew our minds with, especially in times of transition, when, when, 
things are not maybe as secure as maybe they were last season yes. in the natural, yes. you know, and we start questioning, well, does God really care for me? Can, does, is he really my provider? Really? And God's saying, no, really, I am. This yes. is my name. And, and, and that's who I am. Believe it. You know, yes. there's an app for that, you know? So, so I just I love, love that. And I do too. Yeah. You know, one yeah. of the things, Christine, is I look at uh, people in America, we've had great provision. I mean, you could just go into the store and you, mm. you could buy whatever you wanted to buy. But now you go into yeah. the stores and certain things are not on the shelf anymore. And we go, mm. well, we, we've never, America has never been in an environment like that. We don't really know how to do when the provision that we, you know, you, you know mm-hmm. this is the breadbasket of the world in many ways as well, too. And yeah. a lot of things are, are changing, and we won't go into the whys, but there are many, many reasons for the why. And a lot of these things are ulterior mm. motives of the enemy. But the point of the mm-hmm. matter is, mm-hmm. are we depending on the uh, uh, well-stocked food shelf? Are we depending on the Lord who is our provision? And so this is right exactly yeah. where we are, uh, Christine Vallis. We really need to understand yeah. that, you know, having stocked shelves is okay, but have, being well-stocked in the provision of God and His Holy Spirit, we'll take that Amen. every day. We'll take that every day. Well, why don't you take about a minute or so? We've got to take a commercial yeah. break, but we want to dive yeah. in, into this some more, talking about some of the names and things like that. I know you have some... Yeah. Uh, thoughts about this. Uh, where would you like to go in the next segment? You can set us up. We've got about a minute, and I'm going to let you set this up so we can take this into the commercial break and come right back with it, okay? So okay. I'll lay it on us. All right. All right. Awesome. Well, yeah, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, the stock shelves, you know, I'll just say this that in all of your shopping, you know, superfoods are really popular, but God is saying, take the superfood of my word. Manna, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And, and that super hydrating drink of my living water. Oh, that's good. Christine. And, and, and that's going to sustain you if you walk in and they're out of Gatorade. Okay. You don't have to worry <laughs> because you've got, you've got the living water, you know? So those are the things the Lord really wants us to, to, um, to, to see the provision that we have that spirit spiritual provision. And next I want to talk about after this break, I want to talk about this awesome name, Jehovah Nisi. Ooh. Yes, that yes, he revealed yes. himself as. And maybe it's not as popular. A lot of people know Jehovah J- uh, Rapha, Jehovah Jireh because we sing about it and stuff, right? Yep. But Jehovah Nisi is one that uh, I would love to unpack in the next segment, but um but there is there is a name like you said for every need. And especially in times of transition, where um, the Lord just wants us um, to, you know, and I encourage you guys out there, Lord, tell me your name. What name yes. do I need to know about you right now yes. in my life? Is it, is it, is it Rafa? Is it, is it Jaira? You know, all of them we need, but some at specific times to sustain. Dana, and right. we can put our trust in his name. That's right. And one of the yeah. things that we, yeah. you know, in America, we haven't had to worry about standing our spiritual and political ground like we do more than mm. ever before right now. And I think you're going to be introducing a name yeah. that will help us understand God's plans and how we play a role in those plans when we discover the various names that are timely for us now in the Word of God as we dig deeply into this month of IR the second month on the biblical calendar, a time of transition, and God wants us to transition from where we are into greater victory in Him. Christine Vallis and I will talk more about this when we come right back. 
more Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. Uh, Approaching the top of the first hour on Come Together San Diego on a remarkable topic. We're in the second month of the biblical calendar, and that biblical month is called ER, and uh, it's kind of like ER mm-hmm. as an emergency room. And a lot of times if we look at the news or we understand what's going on, America is not the same as it was before right now. There's a lot of uh, evil things uh, perpetrating our point of views, and uh, the enemy wants to take us down, and the Lord wants to lift us up. And so it's important for us, as Christine mm-hmm. Vallis has talked about, understanding the different names of God, because God has a name for every challenge you face. And Christina, I'm going to I'm going to mm-hmm. hand this back to you in just a moment. Let me just take care of a little business, if I may. So, yeah. m- m- my listening friend, uh, K Praise is a remarkable broadcasting network organization, and we have a lot of different shows on. There's a show that's happening; uh, it, it's it's on the air now on weekdays, and uh, it's a it's a show that t- talks about Jesus uh, being a Jew. And um, it gives you some insights on the Jewish Jesus. And this show actually airs by a a man named Rabbi Schneider on weekdays from 11.30 a.m. until noon, Monday through Friday. It's Discovering the Jewish Jesus, Rabbi Schneider, weekdays, 11.30 a.m. to noon. Check it out. You will enjoy it. And a lot of his verbiage is the verbiage that Christine Vallis and I use because he talks about Hebrew things, as do we. So I'm handing the baton back to you, Christine Vallis, because we have some other viable, very important names for our listening friends to comprehend as is the name of God, because we are in those challenging times when the enemy is coming against us. We need to know a few names of God that perhaps we don't know yet. Christine Vallis. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes. And, you know, I, I will say this, too. As I've studied God's, God's names and... um you know, I, I found in my own prayer time, like when I, instead of like coming to God first with all of my troubles or yep. questions or yep. whatever, as I meditate even on one of God's names, it really establishes my heart, you know, because it reminds me who he is. And then those questions are all these things that I really was so in the forefront. Now suddenly a lot of the questions become answered. Because I'm understanding who he is. My heart is being reminded who he is, and my heart is being established who he is. And so, so things start coming into perspective, you know. So it's really important to know the names of God, and, and he delights in revealing himself. And, and so as we continue, this third name that he reveals in the book of Exodus is um, Jehovah Nisi. And um, just to set the stage on this one, um, you know, after after they were really strengthened by these superfoods in the desert, I would say, you know, the manna from heaven and the water from the rock, um, is, the Israelites um, faced their first foe, the Amalekites. So now, you know, here they are, they're in the wilderness, and now they're ready for war, right? Yes. So um, in, in Josephus, am I saying that right, Josephus? You, I, I'm not sure. Sometimes I'll, I'll take whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the, the, the historian, J- 
Josephus, Josephus. Yes. Um, anyway, it's a great it's a great book to have. But um, he goes into the his, a lot of historical background, and and I was reading up on this, and and when when Moses. Um, were there with the Israelites as they faced their first foe. It says here in um, the account that um, Moses had to remind the Israelites of the miracles that God just performed yes, for them, yes, yes. you know, when we're ready to hit, hit battle and stuff. And so we need to as well, right, be reminded. And and here's, here's what um, Josephus pointed out, that he was reminding them that God's presence was their most valuable asset. Oh, that right. is so true. Say I that again. That. Listening friend, pay attention that. to this. Awesome? Say yeah. that again slowly because my listening yeah. friend, here's the deal. You're going, I don't know how to solve this problem. I don't know how to solve this mm-hmm. problem. Christine Vallis has a word for you. And what is that again? Yeah. So what what would be your most valuable asset? It's God's presence. There it is. In your life. Yeah. And so when you get your mind renewed, on God's presence in your life, right? In us, even as believers, right? In us. Then our minds are renewed. They're elevated and they're set, they become set on victory. That's instead exactly of defeat, right. Because now we realize God is for us. Who can be against us, right? So I love that. So, so as, as we read through the account, we see that Moses now um, was raising his hands in worship, right? Remember the scene here? And and he physically connected. I love this, that when you put it all together, he connected his hands with with his brothers, right? Aaron yep. and her, yes. his like-minded brothers. They connected, physically connected in this connecting month. They physically connected. And the Israelites won the first war that they were ever in. And the account of that Josephus, um, makes here was that not even one Hebrew died. Wow! And so through this whole battle, yeah, right. They were in unity in in hearts and mind. They knew that their most valuable asset was the Lord. They remembered the miracles, and these are all valuable things that we can take away into our life right now in real time. Yes. And so this name now, Jehovah Nisi. What does that mean? Well, it means. The Lord is my banner. That's right. And in this instance, it's a victory banner, is it not? (laughs) Amen. Yeah, it's a victory banner. And and it means also the Lord, the conqueror. And so, you know, when I first kind of heard that name, okay, the Lord is my banner, all right, I, I think about, or I thought about like a stadium, like people raising banners for a team, like cheering them on, like, well, you know, I'm for it. I'm for this team or whatever. And so I had that vision and I believe that, you know, God is for us and he, you know, we're for him. He's for us. The banners go up. But I also um, learned about battles in ancient days like this, where when, when there were uh, armies at, at war, they would raise banners yes. and they would come at each other in war and on the banners would be names of the other people that they defeated. Oh my. So it would be like, here comes, you know, the tribe, you know, they're, they're coming from this land and all, and the banners are all the nations that they defeated. Well, we beat these guys and we beat, you know, this strong nation. So you better be afraid of us in a way. Right. And so it causes the other, um, to be like, oh, you know, who, who are these people? So God was saying, listen, I am the Lord, your banner. 
And the picture is that the Lord is the one that fought for us, right? And so the banners that he brings, and remember who it's the enemy, you know, it's, it's the enemy, it's the devil, really, who is under all these different, you know, battles in our life. He is the ultimate foe, but he has been defeated. And so picture this, that the Lord is going before you, and the banners that he is displaying are all the areas that the enemy has stolen from you, oh that Jesus bought back yes, yes, on your yes. behalf. He paid for your healing. He's your provider. All these names that that he has defeated. That's why the scripture says that we are more than conquerors in him. Because he he's the one that fought all these battles. And now he's going in and saying, this is your true identity, oh, you know? And so, so I love that. So, so this is this, this banner and bringing it back to Song of Solomon, kind of full circle from where we started here, um, Kaz. What does it say in Song of Solomon chapter 2? That is he terrible as an army with bank. banners. Is that it or is that Song of Solomon? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That is, that is one, yeah. And, but I'm looking at chapter 2. Uh, verse 4, and it says, He brought me to his banqueting house, and his banner, and his banner over me is love. love. Ooh, I love it. That is so good. Isn't that awesome? It is. And I think out of all the banners that the Lord can put over us, it could be healing, it could be provision, the biggest banner that, that he has over us is love. Oh, because my. when we know that we're loved by God, we will believe him, we will trust him, because we know that we're loved by him. And so he wants us to know that, that we are loved by, that we are loved by him. And that will cause us to triumph. That will cause us to rise up and move on in times of transition, no matter what it looks like in the news, no matter what, you know, what we see in the natural, no matter what the doctor says, no matter what, uh, what report we're hearing, the God's report is final. And his word over us is that we are loved of God. And um, so that gives us such stability that establishes our heart. So um, these are just some of the names. And, um, you know, we're just kind of scratching the surface on the names of God. But you get a hold of these names. You get a hold of one name. And it's just like it's a rhema word over your life. It It becomes alive and active, you know. And um, and 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 he's he's talking back to us through his word, right? And 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 as we come to the Lord with questions, he speaks. His word speaks back to us. And in this month, you know, when you were saying pay attention, you know, yes. um, when you were show, blowing the shofar, I couldn't help but think of this decade of pay. Yes. You know, with the mouth. Yes. And so if we're paying attention, paying attention, um, we need to be quiet and listen. And so the Lord is saying, be still, know who I am, ask me to show you, to reveal myself, my name for your very situation. And God is going to say, there's an app for that. There's a name <laughs> for that. I have a name for that. You know, there, whatever you, whatever, whatever trouble, I've got an answer. I've got a, I got a name for that. There's provision for that. There's provision for that. There's provision for that. Yes. So, um, 
it's there you just go. so full. Yes, it's it is. It's so full. You know, we're and, coming up um, against a break here. Yeah. So, but I, I, I would like to continue this discussion about the banners in particular. I love the uh, mm. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my banner, because that really ties into yeah. being victorious in challenging times. My listening Amen. friend, if you looked at the news and in your heart of hearts, you're stirred a little bit because there are challenges you've never faced before. But God is a God of a victory banner. We're going to talk more about that and many more Amen. things when Christine Vallis and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the second hour of Come Together San Diego. We're studying the month of ER, the second month in the biblical calendar and Christine Vallis is here with me. At least I think so. Hey, are you still there? I'm still here. <laughs> I love looking at I your chalkboard. To stay for the second hour. Yes. Well, <laughs> I love looking at your chalkboard teachings, particularly in this month of ER. I mean, it, you, you've written so many different things on the on this chalkboard, um, mm. and uh, I love this. And, and we're talking about the uh, different names of God. And in the last segment, we talked about Jehovah Nisi, which is the God, our, our, our banner. And a banner is, a, vic- is vic- a victorious thing that you, you know, you, f- you flag in the face of the enemy saying, we're the winners and you're not. And uh, mm-hmm. for a long time, the American flag was that flag of victory. And right now, the American flag and the very precept upon America is being challenged. Our very constitution is being challenged. Our Mm. Government is, is is being challenged. Uh, medi- the medical environment is being challenged. The family environment is being challenged. The educational environment mm. is being challenged. There are a lot of fights that we, you know, in America, we have not had to deal with these fights too much because we could depend on the Constitution and people in government, question mark, not a statement, that's a question mark. We're beginning mm-hmm. to realize that uh, there are... Art, uh, ulterior motives out there, Christine Vallis. And I, if ever was a time for us to understand the God who is the God uh, of the banner, the waving, the victory banner, Amen. it is now. And I really appreciate you Amen. bringing up that name, Jehovah Nisi, yeah. because that is really valid right now. You know, as I study the, the tabernacle of Moses, as you looked, each tribe had their own has their own emblem on their flag. And as you look Mm -hmm. at the tabernacle of Moses, there are 12 different emblems and 12 different flags surrounding this tabernacle of Moses. And uh, each one had a a flag. In ER, it was a month of a a beast of burden. It could either be an oxen or it could be a donkey. And that was really Mm -hmm. the the animal for this month of ER. Um, Mm -hmm. And there were burdens that were born... Uh, on that animal, so when you flew that flag, you knew this person, this 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 person or this tribe was a was a tribe uh, that was aware of the challenges of the times. You know, you talked about this mm-hmm. the, the uh, Jehovah Nisi and what was happening at that yeah. time. You know, the Amalekites were the guys who were really attacking Israel at that time. You know, in this trek through the wilderness. Yeah, and the, mm-hmm. you, you know, as you study the Amalekites, you realize that they're uh, motives in war, their strategy in war was not to go head to head with uh, other warriors. It was to go sneak in from behind and attack uh, the children, attack the elderly, 
And, you know, we, we just came through an epidemic in COVID that the, mm-hmm. the enemy was attacking children and the, the attack on children mm-hmm. and, you know, um, unborn children is in the, in the midst of our life and uh, awareness right now. And, you know, the elderly, how the elderly, you know, the, 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 all the home, you know, the, the homes, what do you call the homes where funeral, not the funeral homes, but the uh, senior citizen homes were, were being uh, yeah, assisted attacked. Living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, assisted living. And mm-hmm. we, we've been through a very challenging yeah. time when you, we know that the banner that God wants us to wave is the banner of, uh, uh, you know, Jehovah Nisi, the banner of victory. Uh, the Amalekites back in the day attacked the children and, and they attacked the elderly, and that's what's been going on in this earth today and in America today mm-hmm. more than ever before. And so a lot of friends that have come out of or coming out of the COVID mentality realize that there's mm. some scars they have to deal with. And so uh, mm. my, my heart really goes out to these people. But when you understand that God is the God of the waving of the banner of victory, then Amen. it changes things, doesn't it, Christine? Sure does. Yes, it sure does. And the Amalekites yeah. back then are similar to what's going on in the uh, spirit of the Amalekites now, as, mm. uh, the attack on the elderly and uh, on the children. <sighs> I, 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 words can't even express this, but it's, it's more prolific mm. than we know. And a lot of Christians go, I'd just rather not dig into it because I don't want to hear about it. And God's saying, mm. you not only have to hear about it, but you have to defend against it. Rather, I mm. will defend against it through you. And that's where I think the church mm-hmm. is right now. Don't you, Christine? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and um, even thinking about this, this whole decade that we're in, uh, 2020, dec- decade of 2020 or 5780, mm-hmm. um, where we're in right now, is talking about focusing on our mouth. You know, so we are his mouthpieces, right? Yep. So, yeah, we, we're, you know, I mean, we're it. You know, it's like God left us. We're plan A, you know, and um, there, you know, so we have, we're the representatives, you know, we're called to, um, to, to speak truth and love and not just shut our eyes. You know? That's right. And, and if we're not going to, if you don't feel called to that political area or whatever, at least support the people that are, Yes. right, you exactly. know, financially or because maybe that's not your realm, your area that God's calling you to, but you can... First of all, you can still vote and do all that stuff, but sure. but then there's people that are, are called to that, and you can support them, and you can, you know. But but we have to take a stand. That's we right. have to because even if we're not saying anything, we are saying something. We're doing nothing. Sure. You know. So and and there, and the there's something that's about. similar to speaking. Yeah. It's called lifestyle ministry. So my listening friend, mm, here's the deal. That? You you know, you can make a stand just by the way that you treat other people and you defend godliness when they're embracing the fear that's tied to godlessness. And a lot of people, mm. uh, you know, th- th- their godlessness is masked in many ways. And you need to stand the ground and say, God wants you to uh, have look with God full faced. Uh, and so that that's mm. where he is right now. And I, I and we've got a minute or so left in this segment, but. One of the yeah. things that I, I'm saddened by, but encouraged to, in the, the Lord by, and that is a lot of mm-hmm. people, and um, Amy, when she prayed before she came on the air with you, she prayed over mm-hmm. uh, producer Neil and I, and she was talking mm-hmm. about the transition from the bottle 
to the battle. And I thought that was very excellent. Yeah. I said, I'm going to use that in, in this segment. And the, my, my listening friend, yeah. here's the deal. W- w- you know, the t- Bible talks about the sincere milk of the word. And yeah. it's really comfortable drinking the sincere milk of the word. But we, the Bible wants yeah. us to be mature in the Lord. And there are a lot That's of people right. that when you start hearing about making a godly stand in these, these times, mm-hmm. and it could have to do with government. It could have to do with medicine. It could have to do with, with family relationships or church relationships yeah. or anyone, you know, any one of the other mountains of influence, mm-hmm. education. And, That's you right. know, we have a chance to make a stand or uh, re- mm-hmm. defer back to the bottle. <laughs> and uh, wow, I need prayed to eliminate the 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 bottle and uh, embrace the battle and so but it doesn't necessarily have to mean fighting like one would think it's more fighting by your stance your lifestyle your words of wisdom mm-hmm. i mean all this stuff carries great weight mm. weight mm. Mm. that is so true and i'm thinking about the bottle too because when you are in a bottle you're just it's in your mouth. You know? <laughs> yeah. And babies, they don't have, you know, what What are they saying? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, um, you know, when, when you're mature, you speak words, yes. right? Yeah. And, and form sentences, you know, and speak truth. So it is very true. Yeah, very true. That's we're, really good. We're going to talk That's more really about good. this and other things. Yeah. When, when, you know, on, on your chart here on your chalkboard teaching, mm-hmm. you identified the tribe that's tied to ER too, and that is a tribe called yeah. Issachar. My listening friend, when you discover the mantle of Issachar and the strength that they have, you're going to see that we're going to need mm. people that have the tribe of Issachar in their heart and heart cry. Christine has it. I mm-hmm. believe I have it. And there are a number of other yeah. people who are actually leaders of leaders that have this character trait and you need to hear what they have to say because it is a thing that's going to change the way you look at God and you look at the enemy. We're going to talk more about that and other things when the almost world-famous Christine Vallis and Kaz. <laughs> we come right World-famous Kaz. <laughs> this is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Welcome back, my friends, as we excavate this second month in the biblical Hebrew calendar called the month of E-R. I-Y-A-R. And uh, we're doing this with a friend who is, is really a remarkable person. She really deals with uh, excavating the Word. She has chalkboard teachings and uh, her name is Christine Vallis, and her ministry is tied to his appointed times. You know, the Bible has <clears throat> time frames that are God's appointed times to give us truths based on the months of the year and the seasons of the year. And this is a transitional month of ER, the second month we had spring has begun, spring has sprung, and now we're entering into a mm-hmm. time frame of transition from uh, the mm-hmm. month of Nisan into IR. ER, and then coming out of ER into a time frame of Pentecost uh, and also Shavuot in, in this third month called Sivan coming up. So, Christine, I, I, I love looking at your chalkboard teachings. And my listening friend, once again, let me remind you how you can find out more about this. You can simply go to Christine Vallis, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, Vallis, B-A-L-E-S, rhymes with Dallas, Christine Vallis, Mm-hmm. dot com isn't that right christine am i missing something that is 
No, you. That is perfect. You have done good. You, you yeah. done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you got to you dig into her, her website. You'll find out not only about her chalkboard uh, teachings, but also her music ministry. She realizes that the mm-hmm. power of music uh, uh, has great <clears throat> power, just like the different months have. And she has God gives her mm-hmm. songs, and so m- much, if not all, of the stuff that you're going to see and hear. Uh, our original songs from Christine Vallis. And when you hear how she ministers those things on guitar, and she's a, a wonderful musician, it's going to encourage you to dig deeper into the relationship with the Lord. Anything you further want to okay. say about that? Uh, because I, I, I love the fact that you do the, your chalkboard teachings, but I also love equally mm-hmm. the fact that you're a musician. Mm-hmm. Want to talk a little bit about that briefly? Oh, thank you, Cass. Yeah, you always are such an encouragement. Thank you so much. Um, well, yeah, you know, um, I, I think that was really the first ministry kind of, uh, the Lord gave me was music and, uh, songwriting. And actually I, I never really even knew I had that gift. Um, I, I played around as a kid, you know, writing songs for fun, but I never really, uh, developed that, um, until many years later, like into my, you know, late twenties. So, so I started writing songs and leading worship, um, you know, and uh, just was blessed to, you know, use those gifts and talents that were kind of hidden for a long time. And um, so I hope to um, write more as the years go on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and my, yeah. and I, so, once again, let me you. tell you, my friends, go to Christine Vallis, V-A-L-E-S dot com and peruse her information. You'll be amazed. She she is a person. Uh, th- there's a there's a group of people in the tribes uh, one group of people in the tribes knew and know the signs of the times and the directions that people ought to go. Guess what mm. that group is called? That's a group called a tribe of Issachar. And guess where yeah. that month of Issachar is found? Oh, wow. It's in this second month called ER. And so mm-hmm. I, as I was looking at your chalkboard and up in the right-hand corner, it has a flag flying. <laughs> and, yeah. it, and it's the flag <laughs> of Issachar. So we That's didn't really right. dig deeply into that, but in First Chronicles chapter twelve, it talks about of uh, of the children of Issachar. It says, "Which were men that had the understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do." So this was a group of people who knew because they had a Holy Spirit relationship with God what the children mm-hmm. of Israel ought to do. And my listening friend, you and I, we need to. Uh, realize if we are a member of that tribe of Issachar and God has given us nuances mm-hmm. of what we need to stand for, or if we need to fellowship with people that have that uh, Issachar anointing, because we are in those times. Mm. Uh, you want to talk just briefly about that? Because we're going to dig into this mm. a little bit more deep, deeply. This tribe of Issachar is, is, is spoken of in First Chronicles chapter 12, yeah. and we'll talk about it a little bit other, other places as well. But isn't it important to have people that are spirit-driven, spirit-led, spirit-anointed, mm. that know where the, God's kids need to do and what they need to do and where they need to stand and what, how they need to speak? Wouldn't you say that's important, Christine Vallis? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I have to say about studying God's calendar is, uh, you know, not even knowing what I was getting into studying <laughs> these things is, is, is that um, every month, 12 months, 
12 tribes. So there's a tribe connected with every month. I didn't even know that there was a tribe called Issachar. I mean, I hadn't really looked into it until I started studying um, the tribes or the months. Yes. And so when I heard about Issachar, I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. Yes. This is really neat that they that they had this anointing and revelation and 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 in a way I, I used to kind of envy these people you know but the Lord is saying hey you've you got it better than them really because you you've got the Holy Spirit in you twenty four seven as a believer yes. so we can tap into that Issachar anointing that the Holy Spirit gives us and um, I love it because um, you know when you have when talking to you. You you flow in this uh, anointing as well, the times and the seasons, you know. And um, I I didn't even really know I I was kind of prone to that, you know. But um, but it's awesome to 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 talk to uh, you know people like yourself and and other people that are kind of tuned into the times and seasons yes. because we can tap into that knowledge that the Lord has given us. Yes, yes. You, you know, know, I he can I us I... things to come. Yes, I dug a little bit into Mm -hmm. this and found some writings about the different characteristics tied to this Issachar anointing, and I want to bring those Mm -hmm. a couple of those to the fore right now. We've got two or three minutes until the segment break. But one of the things a tribe of Issachar person, a person that knows the sign of the times and what one should do and what one should not do, would be being a watchman on the wall, and which also Mm. ties to being an intercessory prayer warrior. And Issachars Mm -hmm. would be intercessory prayer warriors, and they would also be likened into a watchman on the wall, seeing trouble coming from Mm -hmm. afar and saying, watch out for this. It's coming soon to a home, to Mm -hmm. a state, to a city, to a county near you. And so that's what's going on right now. And we we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. uh, in an earlier segment, talking about uh, Jehovah Nisi, the the Lord, our banner, and God wants us to carry that banner of awareness <clears throat> from the yeah. wall and say, we understand the times because Holy Spirit has given us that nuance, and we want to share that with other yeah. people. Now, the challenge is, if yeah. you're a Christian and you go, nah, I'd rather revert to what was going on in America two, three, four years ago. That was wonderful. Uh, sad news is actually great news, and that is we're not going to go back. He didn't bring us out that he should mm. take us back again. He's brought us out that we can go forward into the promised land or the God's land of promise. Mm. And the land of promise mm. is no longer the Egypt men- mentality, is it, Christine? It's, it's going into mm. uh, the kingdom age, God's kingdom. And uh, there are enemies as you traverse this uh, land mm-hmm. to get to that land of promise. And God wants to take us there, Christine Vallis. And watchmen mm. are, are a key element in that. So many of you know people who have a sense of Scripture that they go, oh, this is a, something that we need to pay attention to. And you, you go, right. you haven't really taught on that recently very much. And the person may say, that's because God did, hasn't stirred it like he's stirring it in me right now. And I think God mm-hmm. is stirring God's kids right now to make a godly stand, Christine Vallis, about mm. what's going on in America and how— People are violating our very Constitution, which is tied to one nation under whom? 
God. Mm, That's right. The American flag uh, is waved, uh, and that is a flag that speaks of the Constitution and one nation under God, and it is being violated in government, is being violated in uh, medicine, is being being violated uh, in uh, uh, education, is even being violated and threatened in a church environment. And other other areas as well. So, my friend, God has given you awareness from Scripture to make a stand, and it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, coming in with guns blaring. I'm saying speaking figuratively, but it, it may be coming <clears throat> in with your spoken word blaring and uh, put yourself in a position where God mm-hmm. people are going to say. I was afraid to say that, and this person has the boldness to say the truth in God's Word. All of a sudden, your boldness gives somebody else boldness. Can we, uh, Christine Vallis, can we talk a little bit more mm. about this in future segments here? We've got a couple of segments yeah. left. And I think we're entering into a time frame yeah. where we need to either realize that we are of the sons of Issachar and know when things should happen and what Amen. we may do to circumvent evil, or we need to be paired up with people. And I believe... Christine mm-hmm. Bellis, you are a member of that Issachar tribe. Among mm. other things, you're a member of the tribe of Judah mm. as a worshiper as well. Mm. But it's possible to have blends of different tribes in your character. We'll talk a little bit more yeah. about Issachar if you would be willing to stay with me for the rest of the show, Christine Vallis. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be, <laughs> we'll be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. Christine Vallis is with me, and uh, she is a minister of a, a ministry called His Appointed Times. It could also be called His Anointed Times as well, I think, Christine <laughs> Vallis, couldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yes, she and, can. and yeah. you can you can find out about her. And I mean, she does a wonderful uh, expose on the twelve months of every year, and she has been doing this for years. And we are in the second month right now. We've been talking about that on this show, um, and mm-hmm. we're into the last couple segments of this show. But uh, this is a month called ER, and it is a month that follows after Nissan, which is a month of the time frame of Passover. And uh, this is a month between Passover and Pentecost, which is the third month of the Hebrew year called Sivan. We're going to be entering into that soon. But this is a transitional month, and it's a month right now, if you look at what's going on in the globe and in our nation, it's a transitional month. Sometimes the transition is a good transition, and sometimes it could be a dangerous one. In many ways, Christine Vallis, I think uh, this nation of America and other nations of the world are in a dangerous transition mm-hmm. of a choice to make uh, godly decisions or godless decisions. And uh, God has put, in, mm-hmm. put different people in his tribes and in his churches to make godly stands. And there was a Bible scripture that we alluded to earlier in First Chronicles 12, and it says, of the children of Issachar, mm-hmm. which is tied to this month of Yar. Uh, the children of Issachar were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. And, you know, there's first natural of natural mm-hmm. Israel, but there's also spiritual Israel. If you're a Christian, look in the mirror. You are among spiritual Israel. And so in, in the last segment, we talked about mm-hmm. one of the powers of Issachar anointing is th- that those who carry forth uh, intercessory prayer. But I also talked about watchmen on the wall. And Christine Vallis, I have a scripture, and maybe you can give me your insights on that scripture as well as found in 
Isaiah 62, verses 6 and 7. Uh, I'm going to read it. I want your thoughts on that, and then we're going to— there's another one that I want to bring to our attention, too, that is another character trait of Issachar. But this one is dealing with being an intercessory prayer warrior and also a watchman on the wall. And this is in Isaiah 62. I'll read it, and I want your insights. Christine Vallis. It says, I have set a watchman on your walls, O Jerusalem, and they shall uh, never hold their peace day or night. And you who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent. In other words, it says, those who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent. And it says, and give him, God, no rest until he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in all the earth. Now, in the natural, Jerusalem is in Israel, Jerusalem. But also, Jerusalem is really tied to you and I who are believers in God in uh, a supernatural, symbolic sense as well. So God says, do not keep silent. He says, be a watchman on the wall and do not hold your peace uh, day or night. And so that's where we are in the time frame that I believe we are in right now in the world challenges. Christine Vallis, uh, that's Scripture talks about watchmen on the wall. Would you uh, think that uh, Issachar anointing carries that anointing of being a watchman? And you, Christine Vallis, are on the wall of God's teaching, as many other people are on different facets of the wall. Speak to that, would you? Mm, yeah, thank you. Sure. Yeah, you know, actually, when you when you talked about this uh, watchman on the wall, you know what I actually thought about was um, I thought about you, Cass and the shofar. <laughs> Funny because what I pictured was um, Nehemiah. Yes. Remember when they were they had their sword in one hand. Yes. And and you know they were working with the other hand and it was almost like they had the shofar in one hand. Yes. You know, some of these guys and the and the they're working with with one hand. So it's not that we're you know we're to what, what I'm reminded too is when Jesus said watch and pray yes. right watch and pray. Be alert, you know, that we have to know what's going on. Um, and, you know, we don't need to meditate uh, day and night on the news. You know, we want to meditate day and night on his word, you yes. know, otherwise that can bring us to weariness, right? But, um, you know, so being a watchman um, and, and not holding your peace, um, again, tying into the decade of this whole pay thing, you know, with the mouth, the decade of declaration. You know, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Out of the abundance of the heart, the, ma- the mouth speaks. So our our words um, are, are creating things, you yes. know. And so, you know, we're made in God's image. When he spoke, things happened, right? Yes. And we speak, things happen, good or bad. You know, we can bring things into motion. So, um, so even holding our peace when God is saying, no, speak now, you know. Come on, that's exactly you know? right. So, Right, right. So the whole thing is that um, there's, you know, Issachar, when when you read about that, that First Chronicles thing, these are men who understood the times with knowledge of what Israel should do. So we have a lot of um, knowledge out there. We can Google anything. We can find, well, what should I say, you know, what should I do in this situation? Or what should I, you know, you can Google anything. Um, and so you can have all this information, but you need the knowledge and the wisdom. You know, you need to have um, 
how to organize yes. that information that you can easily Google, right? And so you have all this information, but now you need, how do I organize that? And how do I apply it? That's the wisdom part. And that comes from God. That's right. And so the whole thing goes back to the relationship because how do you really know when to hold your peace or when to speak or when not to speak? Oh, I don't know what to do, Lord. Yes. And so he's like, I've given you the Holy Spirit. You just have to connect with me. Yes. And so we're not, you know, God is not the, the changing factor. We are, you yeah. know. So so we just have to connect with him and we have the Holy Spirit in us as believers and he's going to cue us. To say, okay, now speak. That's right. You that's know, right. open your mouth. Even that's if right. we don't know what to say, open your mouth and that's, I Oh, that's it. right. So, you know, yeah, and there's right? a scripture that says, mm-hmm. uh, uh, be as bold, being as bold as a lion, uh, um, yeah. going going into the holy place with righteousness, mm. and, and uh, be not afraid to, to speak God's word at the appropriate time. My listening friend, here's the mm. deal. Many of you are believers, and you may be in different mm. levels of belief and faith in the Lord, but he wants us to up yeah. our game. He wants us to, to when he Holy Spirit gives us a word, you know what's right and wrong. If you've been a believer for any time, you know what's morally right <laughs> and wrong. And some of these things are obviously anti-God, anti-Holy uh, Spirit, anti-Jesus. They're anti-Christ, if you will. Mm. So, mm. and it doesn't have to be a big auditorium environment. It could be to the person next beside you in a shopping uh, line, or it could be in a, uh, a a clothing store, or it could be uh, when you're on a walk or mm-hmm. your next door neighbor. Yeah. But there's a time to make God's word known. And it's not your word that you're sharing with another person. It's God's word through you. Sure. And that has the, you know, uh, Jehovah Nisi banner on it. And my Amen. listening friend, the, the challenge is a lot of times we, uh, we'd we rather just be mum and not say anything. We don't want to <laughs> get into uh, a conversation because it's discomforting to us. And God's saying, I built you for this time, and I've endued my word in you and to you and through you. And another person, when they hear that, they're going to go, you know something? I, I, I was a little apprehensive to say the, that as well, but you're being bold about yeah. this, and uh, I appreciate that. Tell me more. And all of a sudden, you mm. are going to you are going to be a vessel to bring other people into mm. a fuller relationship with the Lord. We've got about a minute uh, in this segment. I want to continue to talk mm. about in the next segment to talk about another facet of the Issachar anointing. But any any, any thought on that about about yeah. you know when you get Holy Spirit stirring a word, e- either swallow your words or be obedient to His word? Any thought about that? We've got about a minute in this segment, Christine. Yeah. Bounds. Yeah, so good. That's good. Um, yeah, I think a lot of us think, oh, you know, like speaking or in, in, a, in a large setting. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. In fact, it's the small things, you oh, know, the right. conversations with people over coffee or whatever. And, you know, everything in love, too, right? Because people don't really uh, care how much you know until they know how much you care kind of thing, right? <laughs> that That's whole so thing. good. Right, right. You know that. And, um, but the other thing that comes to mind with the boldness is that when all the persecution comes, right, in the book of Acts, what happened? They didn't say, oh, my gosh, all these people are persecuting me. I'm the only believer. I should just, uh, I won't say anything. Let me run and hide and forget it. You know, what did they do? Peter and and John, they asked for more boldness, Ooh. right? Yes. So, so we don't back down, you know, um, Jesus said you're going to have persecution, so sure. it's just part of the game. But um, 
but he didn't leave us powerless. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so we just need to be filled with that boldness. Absolutely. And really, um, it's exciting, really. And, and, you know, we don't have to apologize. Like, it's God's word. Like you said, I'm not saying this. The Lord is saying this, That's right. right? That's right. And, let, and let, let people decide. That's right. You know, because if we don't say anything, then they can't, they, they haven't heard. How are they going to know if no one tells them, oh, right? Oh, that's that so good. Thing, that's yeah. right. You know, so, the scripture says, come so we're, boldly, we're come young. boldly into yeah. the throne of grace. We're about out of time in this segment, mm-hmm. and we're going to uh, bring everything together that we talked about for the entire two-hour mm. period of time in this last segment. But come boldly into the throne of grace. One of the things you're yeah. going to find when you make a godly stand and you share God's uh, character as a person of the tribe of Issachar, you're going to realize that there are other people that have that tribe of Issachar anointing too. And you, the fact that you were bold, they can go, and here's my perspective. And of all, all of a sudden, your perspective and their perspective joined together is more powerful than you can even imagine. We're going to talk more about mm-hmm. that in these vital times and in this last segment when Christine Vallis and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on Praise. Hello, my friends, and I hope you are taking uh, an open awareness uh, as to the value of this second month in the biblical Hebrew calendar. We are in the month of ER, and uh, we are kind of in the midst of the month right now. And this is a time mm-hmm. frame where God wants us to transition into uh, more wonderful things. But every time that there's a more wonderful thing, he wants us to transition for there's an enemy crouching, ready to take that away from mm-hmm. us before we even know we have it. And that's where we are in this earth right now. That's where we are in this nation right now. And perhaps in your very heart of hearts, as a believer, you're facing this challenge as singularly as we are collectively as well. But th- this month of ER mm-hmm. is a transitional month for you to understand that God has a plan. Look in the mirror, and you're a big part of it. Christine Vallis has mm-hmm. been wonderful. We're going to spend this last segment. I-, I have one more facet that I wanted to bring to everyone's attention about character traits tied to not only this month of ER, but the tribe of Issachar, who is the... Which, who is the uh, tribe tied to the month of the ER? And so I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna share this, and I want your insights as I do. You know, by the way, my listening friend, you need to realize who we have here: Christine Vallis, uh, his appointed times a minister. She's on Facebook and other places as well. Christine Vallis, V A L E S dot com. Find out more about her. Dig into that because she's a person who has what I would call the Issachar anointing, a person who knows the sign of the times and knows what people should mm. do in times like this. That's from First Chronicles mm. twelve thirty two. Now, in the last segments, I was talking about uh, a character trait of uh, of Issachar in particular, and I talked about being a watchman on the wall and an intercessory prayer warrior. But here's another facet I want to bring to your attention. The tribe of Issachar, who understands the time, they act when wickedness is released against the land. You take a look at what's going on right now in your heart of hearts, my Christian brother and sister, and one who is almost Mm. a Christian brother and sister, there's wickedness being released across the land. This is a time frame of those who carry the banner of Issachar take action. They are a do people. Mm. 
and they do things and activate God's word. I'm going to take a, a scripture in the book of Daniel, and I'm going to read this to you, my friend, Christine Vallis. I'm going to ask you to give a little bit of insight on this as well. The book of Daniel mm. is burgeoning with Issachar truths and people who understand the signs of the times. I'm going to read this scripture in Daniel 11, verses 32 through 35, and it really describes a situation when Issachar and Issachar's anointing is to be released. And it talks about wickedness is in the land. And, and it says, and it talks about wickedness is in the land, and there are powers that come against the covenant. And there are those who corrupt with flattery, with lies that tickle mm. the ear. Think about what's going on right now. You have different people in different government positions, and they're saying things that tickle the ears. But if you dig more deeply, those uh, things that they're sharing are not true. They're lies meant to draw you away from God, draw you away from godliness, and even draw you away from your Christian brothers and sisters. And I would even say Judean, mm. uh, Judeo-Christian brothers and sisters. So the Bible talks about people who understand the covenant uh, they are strong and they do exploits. Uh, in other words, mm. when wickedness comes against the covenant of God, those people of the tribe of Issachar that have the Issachar anointing are empowered by the Holy Spirit to take yes. action and do great exploits. The Bible talks about doing great yes. exploits in the book of Daniel, mm. chapter 11. You, my listening friend, will do great exploits. As I read through the last, mm. uh, one of the latter chapters of uh, Daniel, it says in Daniel chapter 12, And they that be wise shall shine uh, with the brightness of the sun, of the firmament, mm. and they shall turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. There's a lot of other scriptures mm -hmm. that are pertinent to this in Daniel. But I want to suggest to you, my listening friend, we are in a time frame where your word, the Bible says the word, Fitly spoken is as apples of gold and pictures of silver. Yeah. And and uh, when you, if you ever listen to Christine Vallis, you know she carries apples of gold and pictures of silver. You dig through mm -hmm. her uh, chalkboard teachings and his appointed times, you'll realize there's great, great depth in there. And God mm -hmm. wants us to take the time frame in the second month of ER and learn about the tribe of Issachar who has a sense about what to do, but they don't just have a sense about what to do. They do it. And there's a piece of you, mm. my listening friend, that has a sense about what to do because you have s some scripture embedded in you. Take a little boldness and declare that scripture in a proper environment and just see what happens. You might find out that somebody else has a piece of scripture too, and they go, I'm glad you said that. And it opens them up as well. And all of a sudden, if uh, one shall chase a thousand, <laughs> two shall chase 10,000, mm. you may have a uh, battle mate. Uh, in your mission, you didn't even know it. Christine Vallis, thoughts? Mm, wow. I love that. I love that scripture about, um, uh, you know, the people that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. Yes. That excites me when I hear that, you know. And um, it's like, he's talking about me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. You know, so it's like, oh, who, who are these people doing these great exploits? Oh, oh it's me. It's me. You know? <laughs> yeah, wow. I want to I want to do great exploits, you know? Yes. And so so um that excites me, you know, and um and and it's again, it's not uh trusting in our own flesh or anything. We're not doing great exploits in our own flesh. So you say, well, how would I do these things, you know? And so you know, God's given us um he's he's made us able ministers, yes. you know? 
to to minister and to speak, you know, and not to speak. And 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 you know the verse though, or the half of that verse that talks about, you know, the wicked, you know, speaking uh, smoothly and, and with yes. flattery. Yes, yes, right. And so so, you know, um, we want we we're called higher to that, you know, higher than that. And, and it's such a contrast, you know? So, so, you know, the first half of that verse is, is talking about what the wicked do and, but the people of God shall be strong (laughs) and carry out great exploits. Yeah. And so I, I would, I would think just looking at the, the, that sentence or the, the scripture, how it is half and half like that. So carrying out great exploits means not speaking with smooth talk and flattery, oh but it's speaking the truth and love, oh, because it right. would be the opposite of that, right? What would be, you know, a smooth talker? What What is the opposite of a smooth talker? Someone that really cares and is sharing uh, truth and love. So, so you know, we have the truth. God, God, we can only, and here's the other thing, Kaz, too. You know, we can only tell people what we know. Right? right, so we have to get in the word ourselves. And Issachar, those guys, you know, they weren't just, you know, coming, you know, sitting together and, and saying, "Ooh, you know, I have a great <laughs> idea." They they searched the scriptures, you yes. know. So that's what we have to do, and we have it. Yes, so we, we have everything we need, you yes, know. Yes. So God wants to work through us, and I love that carrying out the great exploits. So uh, let me ask you a question. We've got about one minute left. Could you take about 30 ah. seconds and pray over okay. our listening friends that they mm. uh, uh, carry this mantle of the, tr- the tribe of Issachar yeah. and, and speak the words that God gives them through Holy Spirit, uh, and that that will not only allay their sh- fears and concerns, but it will allay the fears and concerns of the people that surround them. And you might be amazed to realize the power of God's Word through you. So take about uh, half a minute and uh, declare that, and then we'll close the show. Yes. My listening friend, Christine Vallis, christinevallis.com. Go ahead, Christine. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you you um, love us so much, and um, you want that relationship. You want that connection with us, Lord, and and um you know, that most important connection is with you. So if there's anybody out there that has not connected with you by the Spirit of God, that they would they would um, come boldly to yes. your throne of grace, and you will in no way cast anyone out who comes toward, to you. In fact, you will connect them securely. You will vow them. You will connect. <laughs> you will put your spirit sealed upon them, Lord. So so thank you, God, that you are constantly demonstrating your love for us, whether it's for the first time or even as believers, as we navigate season to season, day to day. We do not do it alone. We are connected with you. We have an unlimited source, God. Thank you for being this endless, endless source of love, yes. wisdom, and revelation. We receive name. it now in, in Jesus, Jesus' name. name. So Scripture says Amen. to go boldly into the throne of grace. But once you go boldly into the throne of grace, you also come out boldly. So what God Amen. wants you to do, my listening friend, is to go into God's Word and then give, have Him give you something. Then come out boldly, yes. share it with other people. You might be amazed about the people who say, I'm glad you said that. Here's my insight. And all of a sudden you have somebody that uh, has some points of view that will strengthen yours. My listening friend, it's time for Christine Vallis and I to go away. But just know that mm-hmm. Come Together San Diego, our whole purpose is to bring unity in the body of Christ. And that's why I owe you. 
and God wants you to be mm-hmm. bold and see who else God wants to connect with you, through you, into Holy Spirit. My listening friend Christine Amen. Vallis and I say thanks for joining us, and I'll be here again next week on Come Together San Diego. Christine, God bless. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.